Hey there, Kimberly Olson here, also known as the Gold Digger Girl. I'm a number one international best-selling author, multiple seven-figure earner, social media marketing expert, mompreneur mogul, and branding ninja. I'm on a mission to inspire you to get lit in your business, set your soul on fire, and teach you how to build your empire. Join us as we dive into action-oriented strategies that are going to allow you to scale your online business and create simple systems that duplicate. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Digger Girl podcast. My name is Kimberly Olson, your hostess today, and I'm so excited to do a special interview with my photographer and new friend, Juliana. Now, is Renard is your last name? Montaño. Oh, hello. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to work on that one, but I'm so excited to have you. Yeah. <laughs> you can help me. Help me get that down. So uh, thank you for being on. And I'm just so excited to for everyone to get to know you and just have a great conversation around brand image and all the things that you specialize in. So just to start, I would love if you could introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you. Yeah. So my name is Juliana, but you can call me Jules. It's a lot okay. easier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot, just simpler, easier, and just so cute. And I feel like that's the thing. essence of yeah. my brand. Yeah. So Jules, um, and so, yeah, I own Mira Mira. So it's an Austin production company by women for women. And we really just specialize in, and just the emotions and the feels that go behind creating content. We really just believe that when you can feel really seen and safe in an environment to create content, your highest self shows up. And so you start to shine and then people start to get attracted to that. And so that's a big part of the mission with Mira Mira. That is so fun. Okay, cool. And of course, I'm obsessed with all of that. So tell us a little bit about your backstory. Like, how did you get into entrepreneurship? Did you always know you were going to be a boss? Did you stumble into it? Like, I'd love to know a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I'm the first generation American and entrepreneur in my family. Both my parents are immigrants. So my dad is from a refugee from Iraq and my mom is, a uh, is, um, from Mexico. So she was born in Mexico and then came. And when they had me, I was really brought up in the belief system of working for other people, like be the best worker for someone else. Don't aim too high, just aim right yeah. under. So yeah. workaholic mindset. And so I grew up in just having lots of jobs, like pretty early on. So at 14, I was already working for somebody. And then by the time I was 16, I already had three jobs and I was working as a dry cleaner. I was working as a waitress and I was working at a doctor's office as a medical assistant. And so juggling all three, wasn't like an abnorm thing for me. I actually felt really comfortable in just working really hard and gaining my, my self-esteem through the work ethic that I had. It was my boss at the dry cleaners who was an entrepreneur. He had taken on the dry cleaners because it was his dad's business. It was in business for a hundred years in the, in the town that I was grew up in. And he saw how hard I worked and was like, you should not be here. You should be an entrepreneur. And I remember at the time I was like, what is that? And what does that mean? But he saw that I took an interest in photography. And so he did me what I wish I could think of now because I have not been able to find him. But at the time he was, he's a much older man and he basically like had a pretty private life. So I didn't know, like, he does not on social media. I can literally cannot find this person. And so I know I wish I could tell him. So at the time, what he did was he gifted me the time of time. And so he gave me salary, but me in a independent, um, it was, you know, dry cleaners have like multiple 
places. Yeah. So it was one where I could work yeah. by myself. So I wouldn't have to be around people. And he said, look, just do the minimal. We're good. And he goes, I'm going to give you salary. I'm going to only have you work three, four, three to four days. You need to quit one of your other jobs. And I want you to just study your skill set and anything nice. that he could like give me like as far as help he would. So he'd come in, check in on me. He'd give me suggestions. This was pre-social media life. So I learned through a library and just like practicing on off of finding women on Craigslist who maternity sessions. So I would go on Craigslist. Yeah. He suggested it. So I went on Craigslist and I was like, new beginner photographer learning, you know, trade for $50. What I, I thought $50 was so much back then. I was like, oh, who would pay absolutely. me $50? Right. And so I started meeting these mothers and I was, I was pretty young. I was like 17 at the time. And I started meeting the mothers and they were pregnant and I was just so sweet with them. And they kept me on as their family photographers, their families grew for a good, I would say like six to seven years with them before I pivoted into wedding photography. Right. So that was the start of my journey. Yeah. It was when I think back to it, how lucky I was to have somebody who saw something in me and gave me an opportunity because I probably wouldn't have seen it for myself. So don't ever discredit reaching out to someone. You just never know who needs that. And just the power of like him believing in you. What a guardian angel too. Yeah. And he's like, no, just (laughs) you go develop your skills. And like, that is so beautiful. I love that. Well, wherever he is, you know, send him, send him a thankful energy for that. Mm -hmm. And then you shifted into wedding photography. So you finished high school. You, did you go into photography full-time? No, I didn't feel comfortable to quit my job because I didn't know, like, I just, just that safety net. I didn't know what that looked like. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable charging what I was, I believe I was worth, but at the time, maybe that's what I was worth because I wasn't confident in myself. I believe that we charge what we really feel we're worthy of. So there was a lot of yeah. self-worth issues going on at that time that I wasn't understanding. And so I worked for a community care clinic as their medical assistant. I was bilingual. So I was just working there, meeting lots of people and at the side of my creativity was like my side hustle for the weekends. And so I just kind of went through that and it was doing one, one marketing tip that back then worked really, really well. And it was, I invested in SEO. I remember just like finding an SEO guy. This was again, pre-social media. Social media wasn't like really, it was kind of like not known how to work with the business owner. And so I just betted on Google and I was like, this guy says he can do it. I can do it. So I paid him, saved every penny. And he was absolutely able to deliver within nine months of me paying for SEO services. I was number one for finding me as a Seattle wedding photographer. I had to move to Seattle. That was the back part of it is when I hired him. Yes, I was living in Colorado at the time. And when I hired him, his wife was a wedding photographer in Colorado. She was number one to be searchable, which is why I knew what he did worked. Because every time I searched for any city, she would come up. And so, yeah, so I was like, what is going on here? Like this girl doesn't even live in this town. Like she even go here. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was like, what is she doing? And then she posted, uh, oh, my husband's now providing services for what he's done for me. We're moving to Paris. And it was like this whole blog. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have to hire him because whatever she does clearly works. And so I hired him, but he told me, he goes, well, you can't live in the same city as my wife. That would be competitive. So can you pick another city? And I literally went on Google maps and went Seattle. I don't know why I just picked Seattle, not knowing anything. 
And then at 24, I was able to move there because I had so many inquiries coming in and I wasn't even physically there. And at that point I knew I was like, I'm going to go and do this full time and I'm not going to look back. But I was, I always had the backup plan that if I had to go work for an office, I would. And there was only one time when I actually didn't like, I almost did an interview. I parked, I looked at the skyscraper and I was like, oh my gosh, do I want to do this? And then I just didn't show up to the interview because I was like, we're going to try one more month to make this happen. So (laughs) come on. I got this. That is the most inspiring beginner, like career story I've ever yeah, that's so much. You totally have to write a book. So I'm just going to manifest that for you. That's awesome. You. And then you were in Seattle and you were number one because of the SEO. Crushing yeah. You. Number one searchable for wedding photographer. Now I didn't see myself as like number one wedding photographer, but then what happened was I started going to these like kind of collaborative events with other wedding vendors and everyone at, would kind of reflect back and say, Hey, I've heard of you. Oh, I've heard of you. And I remember it took a while for me to register. Like, oh, I think I'm doing something right. And so I once I had my SEO, it was legit. It was really just, I was so easy, easily found, but at the same time, I was also serving really, really well. Like I had created these systems and strategies to gain referrals. And so I always send everybody on the wedding list, an email, I would collect the information, send them emails, individualized for each, like for the DJ, I'd be like, hi, I'm Juliana. I'm the wedding photographer for so-and-so's wedding. I would love to not only provide you photos for your marketing, but also can I store my stuff under your like set? So I had these like systems so that they would know who I was and how I can serve them. And same with the wedding planner, like, Hey, FYI, I would love to photograph you in action. If you want to look a little extra cute, just know I, my team will be photographing. So we implemented these systems. Even the other one that I, I thought this one was so helpful was if I told my team, if you see a couple take the extra time to ask if they would love portraits, take five minutes. And we had like these streamlined poses. And I was like, take photos of them because there's possibilities that these could be our future engaged couples that would hire us. And they'll remember how we made them feel. And so I implemented these like little marketing tools throughout the wedding. And I think within, I mean, I I was there for 10 years as a wedding photographer by like year four or five, I was, it was reflected back to me by people like, Hey, we know who you are. And I was like, Oh my gosh, everything I did worked. (laughs) That is so awesome. And have you heard of the book secret service? I have not. So for those of you watching or listening, you guys should check it out because it, they talk a lot about that and they did it in the uh, salon space. So hair and massage and, and manicures, like all of it, but they became the top that with nothing, they became the top. I forgot what area they were in by doing that. Everything they did, they had a system for everything. It's exactly what you just said, but you like intuitively figured that out. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so great. Um, okay. So fast forward, how did you come or how did you go from Seattle doing wedding to what you do now? Like, how did you make your way? Cause we live in the same city, Austin, ETX for life, but how did you end up here and how did you come to have your own company? Oh, okay. So as a wedding photographer, I heard once and I didn't believe it, but I outlived it was that most wedding photographers will retire within 10 years. It's just a lot weekends. Oh. It's heavy on your back. You're shifting in your life. So a lot of, reti- a lot of wedding photographers will pivot at some point. I lasted 15 years. So I was very proud of myself. Not that that's like something you should be super proud, but I was like, I loved what I did. I recognized yeah. probably 
four to five years in 2018, to be exact, I, I recognized that I was starting to not love it. Like I was showing up and I was like, okay, I have a system down. I know how to make it, how much I make. I know how to work this, but there's not the excitement was starting to fizzle. And I, within probably a few years later, three to four years later, I started to get to, and four years later was when, no, two years later was when the pandemic hit. So at that point I had already started to invest in masterminds. And so I I joined one mastermind specifically, and it was like six or seven of us were wedding photographers. The other women were all different entrepreneurs. So I started to like introduce myself to different type of entrepreneurs. At this point, my inner circle was wedding photographers or photographers. So I didn't really know about anybody outside of it. And when you're a photographer, your photographer friends don't need photography services. We're all like, we're all very similar. Yeah. Our clients are couples or people, just everyday people who need portraits. And so when I joined this mastermind, I showed up with a video camera. I was already starting to video vlog for myself as just my own journey and what I was going through as I was traveling. So I showed up with this video camera and I was like, is it okay if I vlog this experience? And everyone was like, yeah. So I became the videographer very fast. So I was no, I was, people didn't even see me as the photographer. They're like, oh no, you're a videographer. And I was like, I am. And so I, towards the middle, it was a one year, one year mastermind. I was basically, these were, it was a total of 25 female entrepreneurs, all experts in, it was like a high level mastermind and they were all experts in their fields. And Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden I just put it out there like, Hey, um, I really think I want to get into this video thing. If you guys say this is like, you know, what you need, what can I, what offer can I create to help you in your business? And they were like, we all need videos. And I, and this was pre reels and TikTok. So prior oh, to the blow up so of video, yeah, so, so it was the prior to the blow up. And what happened was, as I spent a year where I said, Hey, if you cover my travel costs, cause I was going through a breakup and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go commit to a full apartment. I was okay with going on the road. I needed to figure some things out for myself. And I had like a, a room I was renting in Seattle. And I said, you know, if you guys just pay during off season for my travel, I'm happy to come out and just like shoot what I need for you. So I took a year of just exploring without the pressure, still shooting my season and as a wedding photographer, but just to take time to understand the needs of all these female entrepreneurs. And then I started to create offers and I was like, this is something I think I want to do, but I was still tied to the, to the identity of being a wedding photographer and the comfort, even though I was going to these weddings and I wasn't feeling it. There was this pool that I was so comfortable and I didn't know how to like step out of it until the pandemic happened. Yeah. Yeah. Then the pandemic basically shut down weddings and a lot of wedding photographers didn't have work. Thank God I was prepared to some degree. And all of a sudden I became a video editor. I was like, well, I got to craft on my video editing. So I crafted my school of being a video editor. Reels started to blow up. TikTok started to blow up. And now every entrepreneur was like, I need to start doing reels. So I work with the mentor that I have. And she goes, you know, videos is like really up and coming. Have you thought about doing a reels challenge? And so I decided to do a reels challenge in which I grew. I mean, this is right at the cusp of reels. I grew an email list from zero to like 2000 within like a week because all of these females started to promote it. And they're like, oh, well, if you're going to do reels, I'll promote to my audience. And next thing I knew, I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is it. So it was during that time when I really had to go inward and ask myself, do I want to stay in Seattle? Is my ideal client in Seattle? Does this feel right? And I knew I needed the sun. 
I knew that there was a big shift of entrepreneurs moving to Austin. So intuitively I was like, I'm going to go for it. Didn't know anybody. I just literally sold everything, packed up, gone on a plane and moved to Austin with just a vision of, I can shoot videos. I'm also a photographer and I want to serve female entrepreneurs. How that planned out became Mira Mira, which was now two years later. Oh, okay. Cause I, you know, I know you as the end result of all of that. So that's all I envision you as like, and I shouldn't say all that's what, how I envision you just this amazing, fabulous, like just, you get it. So I, the way I found you is I was looking for a space to rent, to do photography because I needed someone local. And when I saw your space, I contacted you and I, so I was looking at the space and it's, you guys will see, I put it in my stories. Um, You guys have seen some of the photos and you'll see more coming out. And it's just like totally on brand for me. It's perfect. It's like the perfect space for like the entrepreneur, the female entrepreneur. But then I was looking at the pictures and then they were so cute. And I messaged you and I was like, Hey, who do you know who took these photos? Can you put me in touch? Because I was in love with the space. I was in love with the look. And you were like, it's me, photographer. And it's my space. I'm just like, what? Because I feel like it's just uh, really, really unique that not only do you have the space, but you also can do the photography, the videography, and people can run the space and things like that too. So I love that so much. So I would love to just inspire the women listening and watching on what, you know, doing for, you know, having a photo shoot, having video done, what creating content, what that can do for your brand. So do you mind sharing a little bit about what you've seen it do? I mean, I know what it's done for me, but I'd love to see, because you've worked with so many women now, what, why is it important and what have you seen it do for for women's confidence and how they're showing up in their brand. Yes. So showing up on camera is really difficult at first. I will attest to that. I, when I had to go in front of my own camera for my own personal brand, I recognize like, wow, this is a lot harder than we realize it's you are facing yourself and you have to review yourself and you're in your own judgment of yourself. But the more you do it, the more comfortable, the more assertive, the more confidence, and that starts to reflect in your business. It also reflects on people see you, how people see you. So my first number one tip would be that the first time it's okay if it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel comfortable. That's kind of, that's pretty normal. If it if it feels amazing, that's great. Um, but I don't want you to stop yourself. I don't want you to go into like, why don't I look like her or feel like her? Why is she so natural? The judgment is just, that's natural. We judge ourselves, but we will get better. As you start to evolve as a personal brand or a brand in general, as a business owner, it's really important that you stop looking at yourself as like, people aren't thinking about you. They need to hear the message. And so the more we can put the message out there in all type of platforms in all ways, we understand that video. I mean, data shows that people are consuming video a lot more easily. Mm-hmm. Also podcast is really great. And yeah. so <laughs> it's just people connect with video. They can see you, they can hear you, they can feel you, they can feel your energy. And so if you really want to convert people and you really want people to be pulled back and be like, yes, that's exactly what I need, whether it's a service or a product, it's important for you to show them. And so I think that the more content we can create, it looks good. It just feels good. Now, 
you can create content on your own. That's totally okay. I think, especially with the amount of content we need to create, but as you start to pivot and as you start to move at a higher level, you start to have to realize that you have to really make sure that the quality and the way it's being represented feels really in alignment with what you want. And sometimes that's a collaborative effort. So it's not finding a photographer and just being like, Hey, uh, can you do what I need versus finding someone who I feel like steps more like me, like in the creative director role in a more of a collaborative. Okay. Who mm. are you? What do you want? How do you want to be seen asking the right questions? And then their skills and your vision come together and it creates magic. All of a sudden you're just like, wow, I really feel like this content really represents what I want people to see and feel when they see me. And then once people see that they start to connect with the yes and the what is it that you're providing a lot faster? And that's what we want. We want people to just be like, yep, I want her. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. And that's what people struggle with. Um, I forgot what I was teaching today at something or something, but I was talking about, I kept, I, I repeated it many times. Oh, it was, I was doing a uh, consult with someone and I kept saying, your brand needs to be really clear. Like when I, yeah, I'm looking at this and I don't know what you do. I don't know what your offer is. And she's just like, I know I'm all over the place. So when people come, to, they need to know right away what, who you are, what you stand for, what your offer is. And I can attest to, you know, finding random photographers and yeah, they can take pictures. None of them asked me what you asked me for the, for the intake. Um, I have one other, one other gal I've worked with, not locally that she's, she's great. I'm going to actually have to connect you too, because you both are just so, so creative, but 95% of the photographers I work with, um, have never asked me like, what's the goal of the shoe? You know, they'll say, oh, you're on social media. Okay, cool. I can do that. But when you're asking me, okay, well, what's the outcome? Like, what are we, what are we wanting to accomplish here? And then you adding your creativity to it. Cause some, some of you watching or listening, you're like, well, I don't know what the outcome would be. Like, what am I trying to do? And so you're, you're able to help with that and just uh, you know, kind of grasp what the person's looking for. And that's just so, so special. And a little teaser for you guys. So when I came in and did the shoot yesterday in your studio, one of the, the looks we were going for is capturing speaking because you guys all know mm -hmm. I love speaking. And so we're going to, I'm going to do uh, different speaking events in 2023. So depending when you're watching this, this will air pretty soon. So next year, 2023. And one of the locations we want to do is in Austin. So if you're in the Austin area or San Antonio, or you're willing to drive, if you're in different places in Texas, you, uh, you'll have to come. And I would love to know wherever you're watching this, let us know if you would like to do something special when you're here in the studio. So we have the opportunity to book jewels. Um, we can do photos, videography. I mean, oh my gosh, we could have so much fun. Cause you do a lot of creative stuff like that. Don't you? I do. So one of my favorite things to do is to have someone like in your position who has a leadership role, bring in students. And then we really just create like a high level experience for the studios, the students to really like know what it feels like to have a higher touch level creative director in their space. And so it feels, it feels really good. It's like, it's kind of an embodiment for them to like, be like, Oh, so this is what it feels like to really be like taken care of and have just like be, be very intentional about the content you're creating and then just kind of get to see the magic happen. So we asked a few questions. We're like, walk me through, what is this? And then we create custom sets based off of your brand. That's a big, big part of what I love doing is, and you've okay. seen it in action where I have this beautiful space and it has its own little like life, but then also I customize. I'm like, okay, wait, 
we need this couch. We need this plant. Yes. Let's get this. Yes. Let's let me get the pink cup. Let me get the candle. Yes. And I'm like, the, the pin has the to be gold. Phone. The phone, the pink phone. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do a call to action for this. Let's grab that phone. I want you to dial it. And so, yeah. and then another thing I love is providing people who haven't had a video experience, like a professional video, this still feels like, you know, authentic, but it's really cool to be like, oh, okay. Not just photos, but video and to see the power of what video could really do for your business. Yeah. And I, I definitely think for those of you that are releasing programs and you're just looking for ways to stand out the promo, the promotion around it, instead of putting graphics up is I'm, I'm going to highly encourage you guys to incorporate video for promo. So what so easy when you are able to get, have video footage like that, just kind of that B-roll of like you, you know, walking or grab the phone or whatever, just that's what B-roll is, is stuff we can use for video where you're not talking you can find people who that's what they do is they can take that and then they can take what you're promoting and they can make a video out of it. Like, it's just incredible. Um, and that's helped me so much with some of the stuff we've needed to produce. That's what people are going to watch. It's the video stuff. They're really just not as engaged with the static content. It's important, but that's where the photography comes into play, but video is really definitely where it's at. And then do you mind sharing uh, to, to wrap up your VIP day, what that looks like? Because I know for me, I've been willing to travel to, to do a full photo shoot before. And I, I think some of these ladies would like to know about that. Yeah. Uh, so can you share about that? Of course. So my VIP offer is like my favorite. It's actually our most popular. And we actually have people that travel will fly in for the VIP okay. experience. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty why. common thing. Um, <laughs> I would say like 80% of my clients are flying in for this. And so the VIP... Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a full day for you. So there's prep that goes into it, but the specific day, it's a full, full for you. So we go into, you'll walk in and before this, you already have worked. We already know the plan of action, but we fully take care of you. So you'll come in, you get your glam squad. So you have your hair, you have your makeup. We have a stylist, beautiful Silas. She has worked on Netflix shows. She's very informed in this experience. And so what she does is she tailors a total of six looks for you. Three are focused on the everyday, which is what we like to call, who are you on a day-to-day -day basis, but a little bit more polished. And then the mm -hmm. other three looks are focused on your highest self. This is the version of you that's on stage. This is the version of you at the highest level, the highest part of you, the vibration of you when you are at your, at the top of your game, like the, the speaker, the podcaster. And so these are the outfits that will help you embody that. So once we have those, th those three looks are defined before we have some extra pieces, you'll come and get your glam squad. And then we have lunch delivered by a local, and we like to support female local businesses. So we have like Labougie housewife. She delivers hand delivers a charcuterie board with like sandwiches and everything with even little desserts for you. She'll bring it in. We have your favorite drink whether you drink or not, we'll just ask what's your favorite drink. We'll have that in-house. And then the whole squad is just there to support and help you feel sane. So it's like all very nurturing, very loving. And we, we try to match your energy. So we'll make sure to really make you feel as comfortable because we know this is like a very nerve wracking thing to do. And then the goal is that once you're done with like your glam squad, your stylist has styled you for your first look We have these big mirrors in the pink room, which the pink room is a play on the green room in production. So the pink room is for you. And so you. I know I love it. That's the room I'm in right now. And so we have these big, uh, 
high floor to ceiling window uh, mirrors. So you'll be able to see yourself. And that's when we're like, okay, are you ready? Then you go into the production room and the, the next three hours, they go by so quickly, but the three hours are all aimed for these six looks. And the six okay. looks are to support all aspects of your business. So the about the profiles, the launches that you have probably coming up. And so we're going through six areas of your business and we're like, what do we need to support you so that you can really just launch with such like, such like, I don't know how to say it, like just boss, drive boss passion. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you feel Showing very up. to show up. Exactly. You feel so ready to show up when you have like yeah. delivered all these videos and all these photos to be like, okay, there's no excuses. I am ready mm-hmm. to launch that website or launch that offer that sales page or that speaking engagement, because I have the photos yeah. here to support it. So yeah, that's what our VIP is. is. Video is their video. Too? Video is yep. Video, it's thought- a, Yep. 50, 50% video, 50% photos, because our goal is to fully give you everything you need to support this, this relaunch. We, we tend to gravitate. We tend to have relaunches or rebranding because a lot of our clients aren't starting. Yeah. They're not really starting off. They, they pretty much know who they are. They're just, their visuals haven't matched up. So it's like the thing that's holding them back is they're like, well, I'm already Good. having a success yes. or this is already working. I'm very clear on my mission, I'm clear on who I am. I'm clear on what I'm offering, but I need the rebrand photos and videos to really tell the world what it is I'm doing. So we, we tend to attract a lot of brands that are already on the rebrand level. And so like, we're yeah. ready, we're, we're letting go of the DIY. We're ready to like, let someone yeah. team just take care of us. It's night and day. It's, it's just night and day, especially if you're ready to increase your price points and things like that. Like it will allow you to step into that. Cause that just comes down to you being comfortable with it. Right. Of, of what you're willing to, you know, charge people for. And I will say too, um, the organization and it makes sense with all the systems you put in place back in the wedding you know, photography days, but you were so organized and on it. Like you told me exactly what my deliverables would be. And then you were so generous with the amount of photos that I got in my package. Like not, you don't always get that as well. It, it was super quick turnaround time. Like I knew exactly when I was getting them. Cause my team's like, you know, wants to know and just professional start yeah. to finish. Um, and you do go the extra mile for surely help me with my hair. I mean, come on. I was Secretly like, I'm a stylist. Do that. <laughs> do that. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, I can't say enough about it. And I'm so excited. So I think we need to just figure out what our, what everyone wants for the Austin um, in-person speaking event. And if, if y'all want to just chime in or DM me, what would be helpful to you? Maybe we can book something day before day after and, and make the most of the time, yeah. you know, using your space if, if available. So Absolutely. where can, where can my listeners and viewers find you? Are you mostly on Instagram? I'm mostly my most recent things is our Instagram, everything that's updated or uh, coming out. And so that's Mira Mira or it's at Mira Mira dot co. So dot co and Mira Mira is spelled M I R A twice. And also Mira Mira means look, look in Spanish. So yeah. So the idea is look, look, you deserve to be seen step into your power. So that is like, that is like the whole embodiment. I didn't mean to ask you that. I took a picture of the the front door area. I forgot to ask her what that means. Okay. Yeah. And then We'll include that in the show notes, the Instagram link and the VIP day in your packages and stuff like that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just so excited to continue to partner with you and collaborate and just help women see that they are beautiful and amazing. And mm-hmm. it feels amazing to be in front of the camera when you feel confident and mm-hmm. you're a huge part of making that happen. So thank you, thank you for everything it. that you do. Yeah. And I appreciate you being on. I appreciate it so much. 
Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was so much fun. And you guys watching and you listening, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, get lit in your business and set your soul on fire. We'll see you soon. This episode was brought to you by The Gold Digger Girl, the program that teaches you how to build the six-figure foundation for your business. If you want support from an experienced coach that's become a self-made millionaire, recently recognized as the number two recruiter globally in her network marketing company, she's helped countless others scale their online business and create simple systems that duplicate, all you have to do is email support over at The Gold Digger Girl. You'll see the option in the menu tab so we can find out best how to support you on your entrepreneurial journey.